0: Action. I was one of the first women to serve on an aircraft carrier. Danger. The governor had called, and there's a situation. They need to evacuate. Adventure. I'm watching all the coral and all the fish, and just the serenity of the ocean made me feel a sense of peace. You're listening to Sea Story. Episode 65. My name is Chelsea Myler, and I'm a mass communication specialist. I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and this is my sea story. I grew up on the shores of Lake Michigan, so water's always been a part of my life. There's always been this, like, really big fascination with the ocean, and that was pretty much what drove me to join the Navy. That and travel, I didn't want to stay in Wisconsin forever. I love it there, but I wanted to see more before I went back home. It was 2016 and I was on a Westpac deployment, which is a Western Pacific deployment. We went to a couple different countries over there. And as the MC on board, we cover a lot of the ComRELs, the community relations projects that we do, and we try to do one or two in every port that we hit. Our job encompasses a lot of different areas, so Primarily we do photography, videography, journalism, public affairs, graphic design. My favorite aspect of that is definitely photography. We had just pulled into Sri Lanka, which was kind of a big deal in itself because it was the first time that a ship had pulled in there in years. So I think maybe if they had, it was like a distant memory or like very far and few in between. It definitely wasn't the norm. So I think it was as much a new experience for me as it was for them. This deployment was my first time I'd ever left the country at all. The Sri Lankan Navy Band was there playing when we pulled into port. It was really, really hot and very humid, sweating as soon as you are stepping off the pier. There was a lot of dogs everywhere, but they're kind of just like a part of the community. Like People aren't scared of them, they're just kind of there, and people interact with them and stuff, which obviously isn't something that we see here a lot. We took a bus to the Comrail, but most of the time when we were in Sri Lanka we were riding in tuk-tuks. It's like a little motorcycle with like a little cabin on the back that you can fit like two or three people inside of. Traffic laws aren't like they are here. People just kind of veer around all over the place and you really have to be paying attention. Driving past the slums where the people were coming from was kind of heartbreaking. It was just A lot of culture shock because I'm used to going home to a house and, you know, I have a bed and a couch and a fridge and running water and a lot of these countries don't and they don't think anything of it. That's how they live. That's how they've always lived. And it was a really big adjustment to see that and get used to it. But it was also really good perspective because people complain all the time. I'm sure even I complain sometimes. And when you see stuff like that, you kind of realize you don't really have that much to complain about. And those people, a lot of the people that I met, were so happy and so excited to just be where they were and you know, living the life that they had. And I think that was really eye-opening. So the comrail we did was a dental Comrade. We went to a community outreach house where underprivileged parents bring their kids in and they usually have a lesson plan that they'll teach them for the day. And then they'll give them food donations. So that day they got a couple apples and a little bit of formula and I think some waters. So we took our dental doc and some of the dental techs from on board and went there. So I was just taking photos and watching everything. I totally felt welcomed. It didn't feel like anybody was standoffish or didn't want us to be there. They seemed really excited that we were there and really excited to learn what they could from us even though we couldn't communicate in the normal ways that you would communicate. The kids were so friendly and so open to it, to meeting other people and there was one little boy that stuck out, he had to be like maybe three, if that. He was fascinated with my camera. Like he just wanted to see it and to touch it and to play with it. So I took a picture of him and I turned it around and showed him. And he was amazed and he just like reached out and grabbed my finger and just followed me around from the whole day and just wanted to see everything that I was doing with my camera. And it was so cool because we didn't speak the same language at all. That was our way of communicating. I would take a picture of them and he was really fascinated by that and it was just a way for us to communicate things like he would point at something and i would take a picture of it and that was like amazing to him i also think that that kind of made him open up to me because he was a little bit wary of me at first because we'd never met and as soon as i got down on his level and was showing him my camera and interacting with him all of that like shyness just immediately went away and he just became the super curious little kid that he was. He kept taking me to his mom, which I thought was really cool. And she didn't speak English either, but she just kept smiling at me and seeing me like interacting with him. And she just looked really happy that he was so happy and that was a really cool thing. They were giving out toothbrushes and toothpaste and showing people how to brush their teeth. And I took pictures of all that in the line and he came up in the line with his mom and just smiled at me right away. And he waved as he was leaving. I never knew his name, I never knew how old he was exactly, anything, but he only came up to like knee height on me and just like getting down to his level was just, it didn't matter. He was just so excited to be doing that and I was too. You can always find the good in something and those little kids were like a perfect embodiment of that so it was a really cool experience. I feel like you always hear people saying, you know, like it doesn't matter where you come from, we're all human and stuff like that. but. It's one thing to say that and to have people tell you that, and like you kind of get it, but when you actually see it firsthand, especially coming from a little kid, he was just so happy. And as an adult, like looking at his circumstances, he probably had a lot of reasons to not be, but he was, and that was really kind of eye-opening for me. To hear more stories like mine, subscribe to Sea Story today. Sea Story is brought to you by America's Navy. Learn more at Navy.com.